Welcome to the Life Change Podcast. Panhandle Weight Loss Center is a unique surgical practice focused on changing lives. Our approach moves away from the singular goal of weight loss and encompasses one of overall health and wellness. This podcast explores a variety of topics inside the realm of health and wellness, including nutrition, fitness, lifestyle issues, and even surgery. The goal of this program is to inspire listeners to take a critical review of your life as we guide you towards a paradigm that translates to life change. Today we have Chelsea Nelson, the registered dietitian and all things fixer here at the Panhandle Weight Loss Center. Um, you wanna say hello, Chelsea? Yes, hello, that's me, the all things fixer, I like all it. All right, we're gonna dive into the top 10 things that we see consistently that people think are healthy, but probably aren't that healthy. Yeah, and I see these a lot, like okay. very often. And was it just 10 or did we narrow it to 10? We narrowed it to 10. Okay, there were a, a lot more. Quite a few more other I things. I picked the top ones. All right, so before we dive into that, just a little background on you. Where are you from? Okay. How'd you get here? Where'd you go? What do you know? Yeah, don't know a lot, but um, <laughs> no, um, I'm actually from here originally, so from Canyon, Texas, grew up here, uh, moved off, went to AM, uh, then Whoop. met my husband, yes, go Aggies. Um, met my husband, we moved to Houston, we lived there for a while, and moved back to Amarillo for this job specifically. So I was working in bariatrics uh, down in Houston, really enjoyed it, um, and fun fact, I actually got this job on like a Wednesday or a Thursday and moved here on the Sunday. There I don't you even go. know if you know that. I knew it was urgent. <laughs> it was very quick. Uh, we, was were very in, quick. we were in a dire need, and I guess you guys wanted to get back, so it happened yeah. quickly. So now we're here, and we're with family, and it's good. It's good. What took you guys to Houston? So my husband was an engineer. That's basically the short answer. Engineers okay. in Texas, you just kind of live in Houston. You're going to go to Houston for Oil a while. Oil and gas. So yeah. yeah, that's where we were. And where's he at now? What's he? He's actually a school bus driver, um, and he's getting his teaching certification. And so he will be probably a sixth grade math teacher come the fall. Oh man, I'm so currently a partial part-time third grade math teacher, and it may be one of the <laughs> harder things I do. <laughs> yeah, he had a really hard time. Like it was like, okay, I haven't done this kind of math in 20 years plus. Yeah, that's kind of a long time. Like, do you even remember what a matrice is? I, I, I think there was a movie about it. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate that movie. Um, <laughs> Too long. So, I mean, there's like three of them. So, yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> um, tell me why you went into nutrition, dietetics. What, what gravitated you towards nutrition? Yeah, honestly, it was cooking. Um, so, growing up, I grew up on pretty much canned everything. Can of, can of, can of soup? That's exactly right. Yeah. That was on our list, but we narrowed it out. <laughs> by the yeah, way, true. aside. Um, but I grew up eating that way and I just didn't, I felt like I was a super picky eater, uh, but turns out I just didn't like canned vegetables and whatever else is canned. Um, so when I was in college, I started cooking for myself and it was like, hey, I really enjoy this. And then like starting to discover like, okay, how do all these nutrients work together um, in the cooking process, but then also in your body. And so that's kind of what originally fascinated me with nutrition. Okay, but I've, I know you well enough to know that it's not just things that come in cans that you have a problem with. <laughs> yeah, there are so some other weird texture. We may or may not talk about this later, but okay. I am a texture eater through and through, which is probably why I don't like canned vegetables. Um, but I also don't like yogurt, um, pudding of any kind, um, the things that you eat that are uh, slimy. <laughs> you don't like anchovies, any, oysters, no. oysters, or sardines, no? No, nope. also I don't like a rare steak. 
Uh, you just offended 50% of know, our listeners. Sorry, Texans and Aggies. I love you. So do you like like just charge steak? I, yeah. When I go to a restaurant and order steak, I say, well done. But then I have to clarify. I have to tell them, I promise you if it comes out black, I won't return it to the kitchen. Like, I'll eat it any okay. way you cook it. So you have a strong jaw then? I have a very okay. strong jaw. Yeah. From right. talking. No, no, <laughs> no, no teeth problems for Chelsea. <laughs> well, Everything's in a line. I do see my dentist a lot, but no, no yeah. teeth problems. All good. No, Lyman wise. Yeah. Lyman wise. Uh, have you ever read anything about, you know, chewing tough things and dental alignment? You know, that's oh, a, there's a big yeah. theory out there as to why kids, you know, I mean, every kid's got an orthodontic appointment or had braces. And one of the big theories is that they don't, they don't chew on hard things anymore, except for hard candy, which is don't do that. <laughs> which is the wrong thing. But, video. you know, like just tendons and hmm. chicken bones and. I haven't heard that. Yeah. But, I mean, not surprising. I grew okay. up on canned veggies. I had an orthodontist appointment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> had those All those soft, for years. mushy things. I even had to wear headgear. Oh, I mean, do you have a picture of that? Uh, no. Mm-mm. No I pictures? think I burned them all. Yeah. Okay. Or didn't let them happen. <laughs> we'll talk to your parents. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so entering into the top 10 list of foods that we think are healthy, but probably are not that healthy for us. Yeah. And we wanted to do this because, you know, if, you, if you're if you listening to this or you came through our clinic, we know you're on a mission, uh, most of us, to clean food and nutrition up. You know, if you've yeah. heard us talk enough, you know, step one to getting healthy, you know, is not running a marathon. It's looking at what you eat. For sure. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's pretty easy. I call this low-hanging fruit, um, and fruit will be on this list. But uh, <laughs> low-hanging fruit, uh, what what can I do? All right, well, we all know what the bad things are. Most of us know that a Coke, a candy bar, a bag of chips, um, you know, fried chicken, probably not a great decision. Pizza. I mean, right. we there's a big lump of things we know. And then... So you're like, all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lim- eliminate or minimize those things. I'm going to gravitate towards these things. And that's where we want to make an impact. Like when you decide, hey, I do want to eat healthy. I do want to give my body the right nutrition. Uh, that's where it gets confusing. Definitely. Right? Right. Okay. So- and sifting through all the marketing. So like whenever I was looking through these foods, I was like, you know, there's kind of one common thing is like most of these foods are marketed to you as being a healthier alternative or yeah. healthy just in general. Yeah. Well, I have a thought that if it's if it says a health statement, they, it's probably not true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's just a marketing ploy. Yeah, I mean, how, how long has Cheerios had? And they heart just changed. Yeah. Uh, it used to say heart healthy. Now it says possibly oh, right. heart healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they changed their labeling. My kids will be so upset. Yeah. And just I mean, well, oh, we're gonna get into it. I, I don't want to yeah. steal our thunder <laughs> of our list, but uh, so let's uh, let's go with number one. Okay. Yogurt. Yogurt. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, first of all, you got to get past the texture. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, for me, yogurt's especially unhealthy because I can't eat it unless it has a ton of granola in it. Yeah. Uh, I should have put granola on the list. Man, forgot okay. about that Well, one. we can talk about granola when we're talking about yogurt. yogurt and granola. My favorite example of the granola is if you go into the grocery store, find the Chobani key lime pie. Uh-huh. Flip that one over and see what's in it. And basically go to the ice cream section next and flip a thing of ice cream and over. Yeah, similar And it's like are. exactly the same. Okay. So my thoughts on yogurt, if you're going to eat a Greek full fat, non-manipulated, by that I mean no flavors added, no fruit added, mm-hmm. you, you kind of have an okay choice there. Yeah, for right? sure. Same yeah. way with full fat cottage cheese, uh, 
you know, dairy, yeah, full fat milk. Now, anytime you step into the processing area, and specifically what made me want this on the list is, uh, I guess yogurt producers don't feel that anybody actually likes yogurt. <laughs> right. uh, and so they, they add all these things, whether it's yeah. chocolate chips or strawberries oh, yeah, or the flips, the flips yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And you take, you, you have this, this yogurt here, which is, which is a pretty healthy option. And then you're just dumping, you're, you're just, you're, yeah. you're pooping on your healthy option. Right, for sure. Um, and, you know, for people that like, well, I wouldn't eat yogurt unless I can put something in it. Well, put fresh fruit if you really need something in your yogurt, but not the jelly. Not the like, yeah, it doesn't even look yeah. like fruit. It looks yeah. like, my kids won't even eat that. Yeah, and, and all the, the other problem with it is uh, the, you know, it, it, they're going to market, right? So oh, yeah, everybody, absolutely. everybody has this inclination that yogurt is a healthy option. So I'm going to, I'm going to the yogurt aisle, and so if I'm already health conscious, now I'm a little conscious of added sugar. Sure. So now I've got this jelly on top that whatever I don't know what it is, spread whatever whatever it may be with with some <laughs> right. remnants of fruit in it. Uh, that's no no sugar added or sugar free. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So now they're now they're hitting all the right feels, right? For sure. Absolutely. Oh man, this health conscious oh, warrior yeah. is looking at my my fruit cup and I, it says you know no sugar added or or sugar free or, yeah. um, but trust me, they're trying to kill you. They are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they're or they're like trying to market a dessert. Really, I mean that's it. Most yeah. of the yogurts out there are desserts. Well, keep your desserts keep your desserts separate from <laughs> you know, If you're gonna do a dessert, do it do a good. Dessert. Right, do something that tastes a little bit better than that. Yeah, um, I'd rather you have the most amazing dessert once every two, mm-hmm. two to four weeks versus low-end bad desserts every day. Absolutely, yeah, and I think if you go through also like a, a grocery store, if you walk through and you're trying to find a yogurt uh, that's full fat, like a Greek yogurt especially, good luck. I mean, there's a couple of brands, but they're really hard to find, and a lot of times they're out of stock. Yeah. Um, like Stonyfield's a pretty common brand, but usually they have their low fat available and not the whole milk yogurt. Yeah, do you make your own yogurt? I have made it once yeah. in the Instapot. Oh um, yeah, Instapot, yeah. Yeah. So my wife is has Lebanese background. Oh, okay. Uh, and they uh, they make, like that's a big thing in their oh, culture absolutely. to, and I, I don't know why I'm drawing the blank, my wife would kick my foot right now. <laughs> Uh, but they, my mother-in-law constantly has her own homemade uh, yogurt. Um, and what's really cool is you, you know, you get the starter, you, it, like mm. it, it becomes part of your family. Like right. you have this, you <laughs> this know, it's same, growing all the yeah, time. same thing with like sourdough bread and mm-hmm. you know, you have to keep a little bit behind. Same thing with the yogurt. Hey, don't eat all the yogurt. We got to right. have some for the next, <laughs> right. uh, cause I, I did make that mistake when I first married in the family, I ate Ooh. the last bit. How, how much trouble did you get in? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> you still I married to, into the I tried, family. I, they so. let me in, yeah. yes. <laughs> Not uh, too much. And there's there's some rules on how you have to scoop it out because you don't want oh. it to fall. And oh, so you have to have this slant, you know, okay. and the scoop, yeah. See, I didn't Technical know that. process. I never got past making it the first time, so I didn't save anything. Uh, <laughs> well, for all the, the really nerdy people out there that want to make their own yogurt, uh, plenty of YouTube videos. Oh, sure. Uh, Pinterest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everywhere. Okay. Instapot. Now, where do you get, uh, where do you get full fats, non-adulterated milk at, though? Oh, good question. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Don't I get mean, anybody arrested here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you really have to kind of get it from a farm. You got it's like a wink wink. Is that, uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a shady deal. You got to yeah. meet somebody in a parking lot with some cash. 
Did you ever watch Shit's Creek? Yes. Do, do you remember the episode where they were trying to smuggle the uh, unpasteurized <laughs> oh, milk? Oh yes, the unpasteurized milk. I yeah. love Shit's Creek. Yeah. Great okay. show. Okay. Well, we won't get off on okay, too many tangents. All right. Number two. Okay. Number two. Salads slash the dressing that goes with them. Okay. Yeah. So what do you not like about salad? Um, uh, number one, I think they're not, people think they're just the healthiest food in the world. Uh, but number two. And the biggest punishment in the world. Like I'm on a diet. <laughs> right, I'm I eating salads. Eat salad. Right. Yeah. You feel like a cow or a rabbit, but yeah. people feel like they should punish themselves like that. Um, number two, I think it's because the, of the things that people add in, like in order to get past the taste of your greens or whatever that people don't like, uh, which we were talking about earlier, and it's probably because you're not buying really good ones, but to get past that taste, you've got to add something else. Um, and so like you go to Jason's Deli and it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm adding a scoop of the cottage cheese. I'm adding the croutons, the sunflower seeds. Don't, don't, leave, out the, don't the, leave out the bad thing. The ranch. The ranch, <laughs> yeah. The dried fruit, uh, uh -huh. the craisins, uh -huh. or you know, all of those things. Oh, so, those, little, those little brown breads at the end? Oh what, yeah, those the little, little cinnamon roll muffins. Oh. That are like molasses, oh yeah. yeah. Those things too. So, so I took I my healthy salad that. and just bombarded <laughs> it with uh, McDonald's level right. inflammation. Exactly. So kind of I so I eat a lot of salads uh, and I do view uh, that to be a part of a, a fairly you know healthy diet. Um, now when people ask me like oh what should a salad look like number one your lettuce should not be white yeah uh, so romaine mm -hmm. um, kale spinach no no let's talk about the bad things first oh I uh, got you I got so, you so uh, uh, iceberg iceberg romaine yeah that tastes it's water it is. Uh, so number one, if you're going to, you know, add salads to your diet, you're, you're going to have like two of those and abandon it. For sure. Uh, so when I eat a salad, I go for darker green leaves. So like you said, kale, arugula, spinach mix, I mean, uh, mm -hmm. spinach, spicy mix, chef's mix, yep. uh, things of that nature. Uh, so no light leafed lettuce. Yeah. Okay. The darker, the better. Yeah. Going to have, it's actually going to taste good. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I, I'm pretty liberal with what I add on, you know, tomatoes, carrots, cucumbers. Um, but the biggest, I think the biggest saboteur of the salad healthiness is the dressing. Dressing. For sure. Right. So what should people do and what should people avoid? Yeah. Honestly, I would say avoid the ones that are packed with sugar. So most of the ones that you buy at the store are going to be packed in sugar or packed in an oil that you may not want to use. Um, so I always just like to do olive oil or you could do avocado oil um, and then do a little bit of lime or lemon. That's like mm. one of my favorite. You can make it at your house. You can save it for a while. It's really good. Add some herbs, seasoning, spices, whatever you want there. Um, we also tell our patients the Primal Kitchen brand. Um, those are pretty good. They even have a ranch. Um, it doesn't yeah. taste like Hidden Valley. Well, nothing tastes as good as vegetable oil, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So that's what I would say is look out for sugars and then watch out for your vegetable oils. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm looking at my dressing and I flip over the labels, like basically with this, don't even look at the macronutrients. You're mm -hmm. wasting your time. Mm -hmm. So go straight down to the ingredient list sure thing. and see, you know, sugar added, vegetable oil added, um, high fructose corn syrup added, all these preservatives added. Those are the things you want to avoid. I, I can tell you almost every commercially produced mm -hmm. um, salad dressing is going to have, it, it's all bad stuff, Definitely. right? Yeah. So the only clean, I mean, there's a few clean brands out there. The biggest one's Primal, Primal Kitchens. I hate reading labels, so <laughs> I pretty much stick to olive oil and salt. Sure. Yeah. Uh, to me, if you have a really good olive oil and some salt, I'll, I'll eat anything. And I usually add a protein 
into my to your salad. So either uh, salmon, leftover salmon, beef, chicken, pork. Like yesterday for lunch, I had a leftover pork loin on a salad. Yeah, and avocado. And that's going to keep you full for longer, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So more satisfying. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on salads? No, I really wish ranch was good, but you know. Yeah, you ever make you ever make ranch at home? I do make (laughs) ranch at home. Yeah, still don't think it's very good, but. (laughs) Okay. My grandma growing up, she'd buy the ranch packets. Oh yeah. And use the same ranch bottle for like years. Oh, and so we thought it was like a never ending bottle, but yeah. she would just mix her own ranch. And, That's funny. I uh, worked in restaurants. You make your own ranch when you work in a restaurant, so. Yeah. But, what, so well, restaurant ranch, is, is it vegetable oil pretty uh, much? Well, it's, it's mayonnaise based, and I recently no, we, told you my yeah. feelings on mayonnaise, but um, yeah, it's mayonnaise based, so ultimately, yes, it's vegetable oil based. Yeah. But real mayonnaise isn't made with vegetable oil, right? See, that's the thing. I don't really know about the mayonnaise. Like, legitimately, Cause you hate it, it so pains much. me to okay. talk about mayonnaise. <laughs> How many I don't time? like the taste, smell, the sound, nothing. So you don't want me to talk about mayonnaise anymore? Mm-mm, no mayonnaise. And definitely don't make the sound. Man- mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know. Mayonnaise, Miracle Whip. You guys can debate that, but okay. I'm not the expert there. Okay. All right, let's move on. Number three on the list. <laughs> All right, number three on the list, oatmeal. Oatmeal. Oh, personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't like it, actually. I don't like to eat it. But everybody I always talks to you like, yes, I started eating healthy. Guess what I'm having for breakfast? Oatmeal every single day. Yeah, why don't you just have a candy bar? Right, exactly. So you look at the nutrition, it's basically the same, and it's only carbs. That's probably the worst thing about oatmeal is that it doesn't pair any fat and it doesn't pair any protein with it. Yeah, which there's nothing in nature that mimics that, right? Right, right. Okay. Now, what about if I get that no sugar added, that low-carb stuff? Oh, yeah, that low-carb stuff. Well, they've usually added something else. Um, Mm. So I don't know what. A lot of times it's an artificial sweetener. Uh Um, A lot of times the instant oatmeal packets are what you're talking about, like Mm -hmm. the no sugar added. It's still still carbs. doesn't matter if there's no sugar added. There's still going to be carbs. You're still going to get that high spike in your blood sugar. I think really the only thing that's like respectable about oatmeal is the fiber content. Mm -hmm. But there are plenty of other places you could get fiber other than oatmeal. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're like, well, I'm just not cutting oatmeal out. So (laughs) if you're going to do oatmeal, what... I mean, I, I mean, still cut oats. Uh, still cut, cut oats, like mix it rather than with water. Maybe mix it with either cream or yeah, whole milk. To mimic nature. Right, put some um, nuts in it. Now, I think Kodak, is it Kodiak? Kodiak. Or Kodiak makes mm-hmm. their protein fat added oatmeal. Yep. Or I think it's just protein added. It's just protein. And, but they encourage you to make it with heavy cream or, mm-hmm. yeah. I actually saw, I think Quaker is trying to follow suit. Um, yeah. They have a... What was it called? Like high protein, high fiber oatmeal. Mm-hmm. You know, still Sounds oatmeal. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's another one on your list that's kind of similar in conversation. Oh, uh, while we're on the subject of oatmeal, uh, I see this a lot in the two week period. Like, oh, I'm really doing well with Ooh, malt yeah. oatmeal. Oh, yeah, this is good. Oh, malt My, my wife used to, oh. I've never, like, that. No. I'm, I'm not a texture eater, but I can't, <laughs> I can't get close to malt oatmeal. It makes me kind of want to. Yeah, that's vomit. how I feel about malt meal, but also mayonnaise. My dad used to call malt meal bear mush, and I mean that's pretty accurate. Do bears eat it? I, no, I they don't probably think so. would. <laughs> I bet they would. I don't know. Um, we should experiment. Well, and we also get a lot of these people who, you know, we give you the option of oatmeal or grits or cream of wheat malt meal, whatever, during that first two weeks, um, and I think people feel like we give that. Um, it's kind of like a doorway, like oh, I can have this forever. 
I mean, honestly, the only reason we have that as an option is because otherwise you'll only be drinking protein shakes. Uh, and, and bone broth. And bone broth. Oh, yeah. And water. Sounds like a pretty good diet. We me. know you yeah. don't want to live on that for two weeks. So we yeah. give you a few other options, but it's really not the best long term. Okay. So after the two-week liquidy diet, we wish that people would abandon oatmeal, malto meal, grits. Protein shakes. Protein shakes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Two, first two weeks, I usually give them a little bit more leeway on protein shakes. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. First, I mean, first three months, first two months. Yeah, a couple months, you're going to have to do them. I mean, there's really not a whole lot of other options. Your stomach's still getting used to all the solid foods, so you probably can't get what you need there. But eventually, by the three-month mark, we're encouraging you, like, hey, push away from your protein shakes completely. Move towards just solid foods. Okay. I think protein shakes. Protein shakes, oh. yeah. Let's segue into protein shakes. Is that number? That, is it? I don't want to skip. Oh, I don't want to get I, out of order. I didn't, I didn't put them in order. Okay. All right. You're charging. You <laughs> okay. go with it. So protein shakes, uh, pre-made ones specifically, I think was what we were going to talk about. So pre-made protein shakes, the things you get at Sam's and Walmart yeah, and Walgreens. Yeah, Premier Protein. Insure. In, oh, Insure, Boost. Those are, the, those are yeah. the three biggest, right? Insure, sure. Boost, and Premier. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's some that directly market to our, our patients. Yeah, I think Fairlife is Fair. one that's a lot more common these days. It's a lactose-free option. Um, but basically, the nutrition is the exact same as the Premier Protein. Only difference is what sweetener they use. Okay. Well, tell us the bads of pre-made protein shakes. Yeah, so pre-made protein shakes um, compared to like what you would make yourself. So number one, you don't get to choose what kind of protein is put in it. I mean, it's just already there for you. Um, and we've done the research and there are zero options out there available for a protein that is grass-fed or grass-finished or both. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's really no good option there. It's just a mass production. Um, and then also they tend to have a lot of the oils added, kind of like we talked about earlier. Uh, lots of sunflower, um, sa what's the other one that starts with an S? Sunflower, safflower. Safflower, that's what yeah. I was thinking of. Uh, they Saffron. tend to have those, saff that's what I was gonna yeah. say, but I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Um, so they tend to have those oils, and then they also tend to have a bunch of Swanson. artificial it's <laughs> right there. Samsonite. It's right there on the briefcase. Um, and then artificial sweeteners. I think that's yeah. the other thing, too. Yeah. I uh, To me, anything that can sit on a shelf that long uh, just probably is not yeah. good for you. Um, now, do you, do you want to kind of delve through different protein sources? I mean, that's a that's a difficult one. Uh, I, I, I watched a, a pretty interesting documentary that talked about the history of whey protein mm -hmm. um do you kind of know the where whey protein came from well from milk is that what you're asking well yeah <laughs> so the by, byproduct byproduct of yogurt production mm -hmm. right it's the so like, yogurt production ramped like, up and then when they when they separate it the top is whey yeah. well they these companies can't pour that out onto the ground they can't oh, put it I in the so they had to do something with it so they came up with the grand idea of making oh, protein powder there you go like before yogurt there was no protein powder for the huh. most part. And so protein powder became a big industry once yogurt mm -hmm. became a big industry. Hmm. And then, uh, and uh, this is a good question for a dietitian. So whey protein in people that have a lactose intolerance. Sure. Now, under, what I understand is that upper, what, that, that consolidated stuff on top of the milk byproduct yeah. doesn't actually have lactose. 
lactose in it some or of it, casein. It depends right. on how it's processed, honestly. Huh. So some of them do and some of them don't. Okay. Um, I'm not sure like straight, like if we were to just take the yogurt that your wife makes at home and like get the top of mm. that out of there. Um, I don't know if it would or not, but um, a lot of whey proteins do still have lactose in them. Um, okay. So like your Premier is, it's both whey and casein based, uh, but it does still have the lactose in it. The Fair Life, technically it still has the lactose in it, but they've added the lactase enzyme into the shake. Mm. Um, to kind of reduce the effect that it might have. It's like, we got you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like taking the lactate before you eat the slice of pizza. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, just in, in research on, on muscle retention and weight loss, I think whey protein is pretty much the dominant in that For discussion. Sure. Gold standard, yeah. Uh, but if you're, if you're vegan, vegetarian, or you have a lactose problem, pea, pea. protein, rice protein, rice protein. egg, well, egg, I don't know if Like egg white proteins. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of vegetarians will still do that. Yeah. Now, what if the protein powder is pre-flavored? Oh, like a chocolate uh -huh. protein powder? I mean, usually that means that <laughs> they've added some sort of preservative, right, to keep that flavor tasting good, and also a lot of times artificial sweeteners. Okay. So what are your top, like, two or three... Uh, micronized, natural, unadulterated protein sources. You mean foods? No, uh, no protein like powder. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I don't even know. So I don't drink protein shakes. Well, I don't either, but oh. our patients do. This is, this podcast <laughs> yeah. is not for us. Okay, Ginpro uh, is a really Gen good one. Um, basically, all it is is just straight protein. Um, they haven't added any fillers. They haven't added any of the sugars or anything like that. It's just straight protein. I'd say that's probably my number one. That's what of a lot okay. of our patients use. Um, you might have to help me out with my top three. What's number two? Oh, well, I mean, I don't even know. Okay. Uh, you're the dietitian. Gym Pro, number yeah. one. Um, there's really not a whole lot out there. I mean, you've yeah. got to really get into um, some pretty specific like categories. Um, and honestly, just because we don't want you on it for very long, I don't do a whole lot of encouraging that. So I'm like, hey, you know, use it while you have to, but then get off of it. So I think that's really my answer as to why I only have one. Because just don't drink just, it. Just don't do it. Yeah, get your, get your meats, get your chicken, get your fish. Yeah, I just listened to a Tim Ferriss podcast where he was talking about a scent protein. And I've never seen it, but I he was kind of talking about their process of making, but A-S-C-E-N-T, a scent protein. So that may be one to check out. Um, well, and here's the other thing about the protein market is it's impossible to keep up with, right? Because it's, I don't know, but billions of dollars of an industry yearly. And so it's like, there are new products coming out all the time. So I think knowing the company and knowing like what their, what their focus is, if their focus is a little bit more on the like health and wellness side versus just mass production, you might be able to find a good one. Okay. Well, how much, how much protein should I be eating? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. So if you're a surgery patient, it depends on kind of how far you are out from surgery. Uh, but generally speaking, let's say a female, 60 to 80 grams a day, a male, 80 to 100, maybe tops 120 grams a day. Um, the whole thing like where you need to eat 250 grams of protein a day has actually been proven time and time again to not be true. Um, just like sugars, like if you don't utilize all the protein that you're eating, it will turn to fat. Okay, well, beefcake. So not too much, yeah, <laughs> but not too little. But it's what, a fine balance. What if I'm trying to compete for Mr. Olympia? 
You still don't need that much. Um, you might need, so the general formula, um, if anyone out there knows how to convert into kilograms, it's real easy, but you can also Google it. Uh, general formula is uh, if you're looking for muscle maintenance, like you're not trying to build, you definitely don't wanna lose 0.8 grams per kilogram up to one gram per kilogram. The highest that I would ever really recommend going is two grams per kilogram. Yeah, I, so when I'm trying to put on muscle, 1.5 is my goal. Yeah. Um, and then maintenance phase, Point, point 0.8 to 1. Point 0.8 to 1, yeah. And that's uh, per kilogram, that, yeah. not per pound. And that, you know, that's where it gets a little tricky because uh, are we basing that on total body weight or lean muscle mass? So the those numbers I just gave are based on total body weight. Um, if you want to base it on like just lean muscle mass, like if you come in and get your DEXA scan or a body composition scan of any kind and we take your just your muscle mass, generally I would say maintenance is going to be probably 0.7 per pound. Um, maybe up to like 0.9 per pound, and then like one to 1.5 per pound would be building muscle. Okay, those are good guidelines. Yeah. Okay, what number are we on? Okay, um, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> no, we're on five. We're All right, there. number five on the top. <laughs> um, okay, peanut butter. Peanut butter, man, yeah. I ate a lot of peanut butter growing up. I, I did I was too. also very overweight growing up. Oh, I wasn't, but I still ate a lot of peanut right. butter. <laughs> um, so my grandparents, I don't, I don't know, but you know, kind of coming out of World War II, like that era, like mm. I don't know if you remember the government rations sure. that like your, your grandparents would get. Yeah. Do you remember that big tub of peanut butter like substance? But it wasn't peanut butter. Yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't oh, remember man. it, but my grandparents have told me about oh, it. Oh, I remember it as a kid. Mm-mm. Oh man, that and the not. government ration butter and syrup. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, peanut butter is honestly, like this one pained me the most to put on here because I've never met a peanut butter that I don't like. Oh, yeah? um, and I love it combined with anything. I mean, especially chocolate. But you won't eat mayonnaise. But I won't eat, okay. I know, it's weird. But there's a difference. Okay. And that actually kind of ties into why it's maybe not as healthy for you as you think. So, fun fact, uh, peanuts are actually a legume and not really like in the nut category. Mm, I think you knew nuts. that. Yeah, that's right. nuts. <laughs> well, the, the crazy thing is, I didn't like not until like two years ago that I understand. I, peanuts are basically a root. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like they they till them up under the ground like potatoes. Right. Exactly. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So like nutrition wise, because they're classified as a legume, they have a lot of the nutrition profile of like a bean. Um, so they have a lot more carbs than people realize, I think. Uh, but then also when you get into the processing of the peanut mm-hmm. butters, um, you get a lot of those oils that are Vegetable added oils, in, yeah. a lot of sugar added in. So it kind of depends on which one you're buying. I mean, if you're literally like getting the peanuts in the little thing at H-E-B, also I love it. H-E-B, uh, and then you just grind it, then it's probably fine. Uh, but if they've added a bunch of stuff, you never know. Once again, if it can sit on a shelf for five years, it's not <laughs> right. good for you. Right. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, you know, the, it's and also just like non-peanut butter peanuts. Uh, so my, it's my understanding peanuts are actually fairly inflammatory. Sure, yeah, uh, they have a lot of the, um, well, they ultimately break down and a lot of stearic acid is present and mm-hmm. that can lead to inflammation, um, can lead to, we've kind of talked about that before, like mitochondrial dysfunction. dysfunction. Yeah. yeah, that's a great way to put it. And then that leads to weight gain. That's exactly right. Okay. Uh, so your peanut butter and jelly sandwich that your kids are eating right now may not be harming them. They may look fine, but 10 years of it, yeah, it's going to have some problems. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I cut peanut butter out completely, um, mainly because one of our kids went to a nut-free school for a while. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got rid of it, and it's like, it like I didn't miss it. So I, only, I literally eat like one peanut butter sandwich a year. 
and it's when I'm fly fishing. Just your thing. This is my thing. Nice. Yeah. I like it. It's like no my jelly? it's like my one cigar a year. <laughs> right. You know, it's regrettable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. All right. Okay. Next up on. Oh wait, is there? I just need like that person. Like I just need that. Oh, what about you know like almond butter or mm. you know organic peanut butters or. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can look for an almond butter. Typically, they have a, a little bit different of a nutrition profile, plus almonds are actually a nut, so they don't have as high of carbs. I would just read the labels. Honestly, there's not a great alternative that, that I've found other than the peanut butter that's, like, mushed right in front of you. Oh, yeah. So, And that one doesn't, like, I mean, like we said, it doesn't last very long. Like, you might get the little tub. And, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't taste that great. Uh, but you'll get a tub, and it'll last you maybe a week. So. Yeah. Not a great alternative, but you could maybe find like a better option than okay. Okay. the one Spec- that moms Spectrum love. eating. Spectrum eating. You okay. got it. You got All right. It. Next on the list. Coffee creamer. Coffee creamer. Ooh. Not coffee. We want to emphasize yeah, not we, coffee. <laughs> and we don't want to offend a whole lot of people with the whole coffee thing. But yeah. yeah, not coffee, but the stuff that you add into the coffee. Yeah, that's a big one. My mom, If my mom's listening to this, she is very guilty of this issue. Yeah, I'm not a coffee drinker personally, but if I do drink it, it's like I want to have the creamer because to me, otherwise it doesn't taste good. I probably don't drink great coffee, but... That's a problem. Yeah. You need to drink better coffee. But I just don't actually like coffee in general. So, makes your teeth brown and (laughs) gives me the jitters. I swear you're communist. (laughs) Yeah. You guys should come (laughs) eat at my house. It's very weird. (laughs) We're going to have no mayonnaise. Yeah, no mayonnaise. Or coffee. No no after dinner coffee. Whenever we do salads, you don't get your ranch. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, coffee creamer. So lots of sugar, number one. Let's, let's just state this. Is there a good one? Is there a healthy uh, one? I mean, half and half? No, I wouldn't Heavy even do cream? I wouldn't even consider half a half. Like heavy cream. Heavy cream? Yeah, heavy cream. Heavy cream. I personally put MCT powder in my coffee. Mm-hmm. I drink the first cup black because I actually do like the flavor of You're good coffee. It. Okay. Uh, and then the second one becomes like a, a coffee shake of sorts. So okay. uh, cup of coffee... Big scoop of MCT powder, big scoop of protein powder. If I'm in that phase of needing more protein, uh, some mushrooms. Not okay. not the like not powder. Yeah, mushrooms. not the not the not psychedelics. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll believe it when I see uh, it. Yeah, uh, the host defense, four sigmatic. Uh, okay. Make these uh, it, immune boosters, mental sure, uh, yeah. mental clarity stuff. Right, right. And so my second cup of coffee is usually pretty pretty amped up, uh, but I have you know the, most. Uh, creamer replacements with any flavor and you know I'm trying to think of all the, the vanillas and all mm-hmm. the s- vanilla bean and some flour and oh yeah like none of that stuff's good for you right right yes You're exa- I mean yeah you hit the nail on the head and so people will say oh well what about a sugar-free creamer well this is kind of on my list too but like anything that's marketed as sugar-free or fat-free or any of that, I mean, it's gonna have something else in it. So if it's sugar-free, that probably means they added, I don't know, maybe an artificial sweetener, maybe some extra of the oils. I mean, coffee creamers have those vegetable oils that you've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and artificial sweeteners that are And good. artificial sweeteners. So generally not a good option. Okay. Heavy cream. Heavy cream. Or mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, change your life. Full butter, sigmatic. I mean, I guess people do the butter. I don't know, yeah. I've never done that. Uh, so, uh, what's it called? Bullet coffee? Bullet, bulletproof coffee. There I did it go. for a while. Uh, okay. So, grass fed butter, Kerrygold. Mm-hmm. Kerrygold. And then uh, I did not have a yak to milk. So, it's not true <laughs> bulletproof gotcha. coffee because true bulletproof coffee from the hills of whatever country they found it was mm-hmm. yak milk and butter. But, okay. uh, from my understanding, yak milk smells quite atrocious. Uh, I mean, I've smelled goat milk before. Yeah. So, I can imagine. So, I stick to, to MCT powder or heavy cream with 
butter. Uh, and if you haven't had that, it's a, it'll light your brain on fire. It'll get you going. <laughs> yeah, give you uh, that energy and, first thing. And the first week you do it, you, it'll probably light your rear end on fire. <laughs> Uh, be close yeah, to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, be close to the bathroom on the first few uh, forays into the bulletproof coffee. Hmm, interesting. That's probably why I've never done it. Yeah. Hey, if, hey, lots of our patients have constipation issues. This is true. This you is know? one way you could get yeah, to the other one side. Way, one way to get through that. There you go. And a lot of that, if you think about it, is restoring the gut health, right? Because the uh, the gut lining needs short chain fatty acids and medium chain fatty acids, which is notoriously deplete in our diet. Sure, yeah. We so have. we have lots of people that have gut issues, mm-hmm. and gut issues lead to weight issues. So it's kind of in our it's in our play box here. Yep. Uh, so a lot of restoring your gut lining is getting the right nutrition to your gut, which it's, coincidentally, the, when your gut first sees those nutrients, it tends to. Um, not like it. <laughs> yeah, pushes uh, it out. <laughs> so it, you know, it takes a while to build that lining back up. So as, yeah. as long as you push through the the bulletproof coffee experience or the MCT yeah. powder in the morning or the heavy cream, and you get past like you know the or some people do need to go to the bathroom, but you know <laughs> if you get past the annoyance of that, then it's it really has some good some good benefit. Long term benefits. Yeah. Very good. All right, next on the list. Okay, healthy ice creams kind of goes along with the creamer. So like Halo Top. Yeah. I don't we're, know if I can name brand. Sorry, I we're, am. We're just gonna say no. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this. Right. It's just. I mean, we were talking about it the other day. It's like, okay, well then, what do I do? Well, have like I don't know a scoop of bluebell on rare occasion and move on. Yeah. Don't do the light because they've taken all the fat out of it. They've added different sugars. They've added some oils. Doesn't taste good anyways. It's not satisfying. So you're yeah. gonna want more of it because you didn't actually get your fix. Yeah. So leave it alone and just do the real stuff. So so pro On tip, <laughs> pro tip, just do the good stuff, do it rare, and yes. don't do the healthy stuff every day. Exactly. Yeah. About it. Uh, I, I view it a, a little bit like the the artificial creamers or the you know in coffee, like just just do the real thing. The real you know? thing. Yeah. You um, got it. That's almost always your better option, right? It's just yeah. like the real thing, yeah. the one that actually tastes good. Yeah. So healthy. Advertise as healthy ice cream, just don't do it. Don't That's do our it. advice. Don't do we, it. We can't even really get into that you much got more. It. Yeah. Okay, next. <laughs> next. Yeah. Um, cauliflower pizza? Yes. This falls back into you if you're going to do it, just go just wreck the car. Just do the real thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, not that, disclaimer here, we're not saying go on a pizza diet. Uh, we're <laughs> saying uh, cauliflower pizza, which, like, if you made it at home or there was some special chef making, could probably make it healthy. Mm-hmm for you but the like i don't know if you've ever read the ingredient list on yeah. like the cauliflower pizza from sam's mm-hmm. it's just as much of a smoke bomb as regular pizza right it's like yes it's kind of like when they market whole grains it's like oh yeah, yeah. well it has some it's like okay well we added some cauliflower but it's yeah, still yeah. A, the regular crust it's they like, still used flour it's like gra- it. grass-fed beef right right yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. so Cali- smoke and mirrors Cali- grass at some point that's exactly right so uh, cauliflower pizza yeah i mean maybe if you're made i've made it at home before actually like breadsticks with cauliflower if you can get past the smell of cauliflower which is difficult for me i just blame my kids <laughs> but if you can get past it then it's pretty good but you have to yeah probably you have to make it or you have to be at a pretty high-end place it's going to make it for you yeah uh, and, and like as as chelsea and i are saying if pizza is your your thing uh, it shouldn't be your thing, but if it's something you're going to do, and you're going to do it, like, you know, and maybe we can sum up with this about kind of the, the guilt complex that comes with eating bad foods. Uh, I, instead of eating some kind of healthy version of pizza or healthier version of pizza, 
I just say, hey, I'm going to eat really good pizza once a month. Sure. Like, I'm going to go blow it out. It's pizza night. I got the kids. We're having fun. We're playing video game. That's right. Which also, sad point. Uh, I grew up with a pizza place that had a video game in it. Oh, like yeah. Galaga, Pac-Man. What happened to that? I don't know. I mean, we still have, like, here in Amarillo, we have Mr. Gaddy's. No, no, no. That's, that's really bad pizza. I know. Like, that's like, you don't even, it doesn't even taste good. Do you remember, like, the old school pizza joints? Mom and Pop owned it. Like, where I grew up down in Galveston, there's a place called Mama Teresa's Flying Pizzas. And it was, you know, it was a small, quaint little place, and it had Galaga, it had Pac-Man, and it had a jukebox. <laughs> oh, the jukebox. Okay, Pac-Man, yes. Fun fact, I moved to Canyon slash Amarillo when I was in, I think, the sixth grade, and I literally did not know that you could have pizza, like, delivered to you. That was, oh, like, yeah? the coolest thing, like, because uh-huh. we had always lived in really small towns before then. So, no, I don't, I don't think I actually know what you're talking about. Oh, well. I mean, I know what Pac-Man is. But. I lived very remotely. There was no delivery option. In, in High Island, Texas, you were not getting yeah. pizza delivered. We, I mean, Miami, Texas, in between Pampa and Canadian, yeah. that's where we lived. There was nothing. Yeah, you're not going to get delivery out there. No. Which is good. Which is great, yeah. yeah. Good thing. Um, so all that to say, if I'm eating pizza, it's not Domino's, it's not Papa John's, it's not Pizza Hut. Like It's got to be some small mom and pop hole in the wall where you're getting the good grease that's right like i want i want my pizza craving completely satisfied so i don't i don't need to revisit that for for a a while two months definitely yeah okay and release that guilt yeah okay okay next on the list okay only two more um i'll just give this as a broad category of like green juices but kind of juice in general well you can't throw green juices in with the apples and the oranges (laughs) But here's the thing, is green juices are often not actually just green juices. Yeah. They often have everything else in them, too. They're often also made with apples. They're also made with orange juice. I mean, whatever it is. They're usually not actually a green juice. You're breaking my heart a little bit. I know. But here's the thing. I think is, it's source. I mean, I think it's who makes it. And, and it depends and, on how you make it. Yeah. And yeah. I, always, I always look at the person that's pitching it, like, you know, Organifi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the guys. I mean, the dude's ripped. And sure. he started making these juices in his, you know, his basement, and it grew right. into this multi-million-dollar business. And so he's very into health and fitness. And I think it's the same way with potentially the athletic greens, the AG one. That that was actually on my list. That was on your list. <laughs> I didn't want to call him uh, out. But so yeah. I I don't know much about <laughs> athletic greens. I have a lot of people ask me about it. Yeah. And I always point them back over to Organifi's green juice. Not, uh, and I I'm not advertising this as something that's going to revolutionize your life. Uh, I technically use green juices to try to get green things into my kids. Sure, yeah. Because, and I'm like, joke's on you, that's vegetables, ha <laughs> ha. As they're like gulping it down. Right. Uh, but at, so. In, like, well, but do you do a juice or do you blend it all up? Are you know. getting the fiber? It's, it's No fiber. It's, uh, well, I don't know. Okay. That's a good question. So I think that's the difference. I can, I can post me. on the Organifi. You know, I, I can, I can. <laughs> so um, I think, well, having worked in a clinical setting, I did a lot of diabetes counseling. And when primary care doctors tell people, hey, you're pre-diabetic, the number one thing that people go and do. Fruits and veggies. Fruits and veggies. And But let me tell you, they don't just do fruits and veggies. They do the juices. Um, and so, I mean, Fruits and veggies have their place, of course, but specifically with fruit, it still has a lot of the natural sugars in it. Um, But the benefit of eating like, let's say an apple over an apple juice glass, I mean, you're getting the fiber when you actually eat the apple. Um, So I think that's the biggest difference in juices is did you include the fiber or did you not include the fiber? 
Okay. Well, let's let's just separate this into so fruit juices to me are, juices. are a no no. Never, yeah. never should do them. That's what I'm talking Orange about. Orange juice, apple juice, cranberry juice. Mm-hmm. Like to me, if you want that, eat the apple, eat the exactly. orange, eat the cranberry for sure. Right. And because, even if it's the like sugar free, it's the same thing. Or yeah. the diet. Like I hear that a lot. Oh, I do the diet cranberry. Yeah. We're gonna no. pick something else. So That's, no no. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So now let's now talk about supplemental. Okay. Uh, juices uh yes. so not straight like fruit juice so yes. i'm gonna i'm gonna read the ingredient list for the organified green juice so we got wheatgrass uh wheatgrass juice powder uh moringa some pretty good health benefits in the old moringa leaf spirulina which i mm-hmm. i supplement spirulina uh chlorella which okay. i Same kind uh, of uh, uh, uh supplement matcha green tea oh man it's green tea come on <laughs> uh and coconut water and ashwagandha, you can't forget about the ashwagandha. ashwagandha. Oh yeah. The ashwagandha is the icing on the cake. So to me, that's a pretty, like if I'm gonna do some kind of green juice where I'm trying to get the minerals, the micro, you know, the, yeah, the micronutrients. Yeah, it's yeah. a supplement. It's I'm not drinking this for enjoyment. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's a supplement to a healthy diet as well, right? Like you're already eating a healthy balanced diet and you're supplementing these things. It's, I don't think the Athletic Greens, for example, is, like the excuse to not eat your vegetables. No, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, so I don't do these very often. Like, uh, yeah. so I, I keep on stock the the red juice, the green juice, the and gold. the and the gold juice uh, from Organifi. I get paid nothing by those guys. I if know. you guys buy anything, just tell them I sent you. <laughs> no, buy it from our yeah. store. Uh, we don't have any right now. We do. She ordered some. Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> it's, so I always buy a lot of the red juice going into summer because my kids think it's Kool Aid. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they're like, "Man, we're getting Kool Aid." I'm like, "Yeah, jokes on you." <laughs> my kids That's still don't know That's what like extract. real Kool Aid yeah. is, so <laughs> we're gonna wait a while on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got one more left. Okay. Last one is just a general, and we've kind of touched on it already, but a general anything that's marketed as low carb, low fat, or sugar free. Or keto, or, or keto. Atkins, or yep. Mm-hmm. If, if if there's a catch, if there's a pitch on the wrapper, it's not good for you. That's right. For the most part, they're they're hiding something. Yeah. Yeah, I always used to tell people. I mean, if they've cut out one thing, they're going to put something else in it to make it taste better. Yeah. So kind of, come, uh, I was looking on uh, Mark Sisson's website the other day, and there's a few kind of catchphrases I thought were were pretty classic. Uh, so basically. It was, when people ask me like how I eat, I'm like, well, if I can catch it, kill it, or pick it, I'll generally eat it. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I avoid boxes, bags, and you know bottles. And yeah. then another way Mark Sisson puts on uh, says it is like if it requires an ingredient list, don't eat it. <laughs> like if sure. you have to look, if you have to flip it over and look at the ingredient list, mm-hmm. like you probably it's eighty percent right. chance it's not not healthy for you. Not worth it. Right. Um, man, he's had another pretty quick one, one-liner. Oh, if your if your great great grandfather would not recognize it, wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, probably shouldn't eat it. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, purple popcorn. <laughs> Do My you remember great, the purple ketchup? My great grandfather would not oh. recognize that. I've actually had I've it. actually had beet ketchup before. Oh. Uh, it's horrendous. Don't try it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of purplish. Huh. Yeah. Well, like you remember what I'm talking about, right? Like when, like I think Heinz would make like blue ketchup oh seasonal yeah, yeah. well i don't remember if it was seasonal oh. but this was like in the 90s like 90s kids you had like blue green ketchup yeah. oh yeah yeah but it ugh. didn't take off no it didn't take off yeah i mean 
ketchup you associate with red right, right? Exactly. and it's just weird if you if it's i don't know purple and you eat it oh is ketchup healthy for you oh yeah that should have been a good one no i mean no, no ultimately depends on which one you buy well it's all it's you all you can buy some i guess it's better it's all seed oil right seed oil uh usually lots of sugar mm-hmm. i mean that's why your kids like to just like dip the fry in it and lick it off yeah don't eat the french fry just don't lick eat the, the french ketchup fry, just off. lick it off and then you look over and those little Brats are like just licking the bottle oh, at yeah. a restaurant. You're like, put um, the bottle down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. Yeah, right. That's For better sure. than licking the meat cabinet at like United, you know. Oh, oh. Yeah, no. I've had my kids do that a few times. My kids don't don't go near it because of the fish smell. They're like, oh. No. Well, it doesn't repulse my kids quite as much. <laughs> Yours uh, are just all over the place. Okay. Well, give us one health pro tip on the way out. You can either give us a health pro tip or a book you've read of interest recently. Oh, recently. I haven't really read any books of interest recently. I would say um, if you haven't read The Big Fat Surprise, that's one I recommended to you before, I would say read it because a lot of our patients kind of grew up in the 90s whenever Mm -hmm. fat was demonized. So read that. We were too. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty little in the 90s. (laughs) I was too. I will tell you when I was born. No, I don't (laughs) believe it. You're older than me. (laughs) Um, But maybe read that book. And then I would say, um, you know, with just general healthy living and eating some advice from me um would be enjoy what you eat right um there's a lot of i think benefits that we don't truly understand or we don't talk about enough in actually getting enjoyment from your food and so you may have to retrain your brain on that you may have to figure that out a little bit but if you are like we mentioned on the salad like if you are eating a salad just because you think it's healthy let's talk about that yeah um and i i mean i I agree to eat for happiness, but I, I, I kind of throw the curveball. I eat to make my body happy. Sure. Nourish uh, your body. Yeah. And your mind and your soul. Yeah, because if, if you're not giving your, your muscles, your organs, your brain, your mental what it needs, like you're, it's going to create stress on your body, uh, which is going to lead to inflammation, which is going to lead to you not getting to where you want to go. For sure. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think probably 99% of um, our patients are going to have to get back to that place where you actually know how to nourish your body. I think most people don't know that yet. Yeah. I think one of the big, bigger part, this is kind of pitching down the road, Ah. uh, but one of the bigger podcasts that I want to, and this could be a a deep one, uh, but just kind of my thoughts on the origin of of obesity, not like when did it show up in the Bible, more like Mm. what causes uh, obesity, what causes us to put on fat. And, you know, forever it's been a calorie surplus has been the, the thinking, which I think is total BS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's mitochondrial dysfunction. So your body can't use the appropriate substrate. So it gets really good at storing, mm-hmm. uh, but it gets really ignorant on how to use. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't fix that, that mitochondrial level energy production issue, all your efforts will be wasted. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. I'm, I'm just I'm throwing that one off the wall right now. Okay. See if it sticks. <laughs> yeah, y'all listen what you think. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you guys from the Pain and Weight Loss Center. Thank you, yeah. Chelsea, for thank being you for on. Joining. Thanks for having me. All right. This is just probably like part un of Trey. That's I would right. Say. Perfect. Sounds good. Was we'll that do Latin? More. It may be Latin, French put together. Uh, un Trey. <laughs> yeah, Dutch maybe. <laughs> part uno <German>. of Trace. <laughs> There we go. Oh, yeah. Fun fact. I do speak Spanish. Oh, I well, I mean, we'll save it for the next time. Okay, next time. Yeah, every time I talk to you, I get a little bit more of yeah, who you are. I'm a complex person. So lived in South America for... A year. A year. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Right. Well, we'll save the country okay. for next episode. All right. All right. Come Thanks, back. guys.